Hello and welcome to Fantasy Talk Show, a place where heroes come to tell their stories. Our guest today is Skip Smatippi, Private Eye. We get into his controversial feelings on fantasy adventurers, his life in the Slice Bell police force, the drug-infused underbelly of the city, and his love for his family and the dirty, grungy city of Slice Bell. So without further ado, Skip Smatippi. Skip Smatippi, welcome to Fantasy Talk Show. I'd like to start by uh, asking you to tell us a little bit about who you are and the world that you come from. My name is Skip Smatippi. Uh, Private Eye come from a town called Slicebell in the kingdom of Apatia. Just uh, fighting the good fight, you know, with the real heroes. With the real heroes, huh? So uh, you, it sounds like maybe you don't consider yourself a hero? I'm a detective, or I was a detective. I'm a private eye now, but, you know, none of those uh, dirty, low-life, filthy adventurers who run around calling themselves heroes. I'm fighting a real fight with people on the front lines. Wow. All right. That's uh, that's a lot of charged history you have there. What what set you on this path? Tell me a little bit about your early life. Well, I grew up in Slicebell. It was just a place that attracted a lot of, uh, you know, selfish uh, adventurers, always looking to make themselves a, a grip of money, looking for the next magical item, looking for fame and fortune, not really caring about the little guys, leaving all kinds of destruction in their wake. And I, I swore to myself that I was going to do something about it. I was going to join the force. I was going to help clean up the streets. Really help. Going to really help clean up the streets. Man, uh, that's a really uh, noble cause there. Uh, yeah, well, there... it all goes to shit eventually. So, you know, can't sit down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there uh, maybe a defining moment, an event that happened in your in your early days that kind of solidified your path? It's just watching all these so-called heroes running around destroying my city. You know, it's when it really uh, shaped my perception of the world and to form my philosophy. You know, adventurers ain't nothing but trouble and they don't give a lick about you. That's what I always say. <laughs> so, Skips, Private Eye. How long you been in the Private Eye business? It's just been... Uh, Maybe like five, six years since I got kicked off the force. Kicked off the force? What got you kicked off? Oh, uh, we were running this uh, sting operation. So th- let me let me tell you a little bit about about Slicebell here. Thing about Slicebell is it's uh it's a it's a grungy city. You know, we got we got all kinds of gangs running around. We got our big our big gang in this city. We got a Ravenclaw tribe, then they're uh, running this drug called enchantment through the city, volatile stuff and highly addictive. They, uh, they're frankly, they're ruining my city with it. So I spent, I spent years trying to build enough evidence so we could prosecute these scumbags. And finally on the day of the big bust, my chief, Chief Nissy Ambersprout goes ahead and much to my protest and dismay, hires a group of adventurers to help us with this bust. Well, you know, shit goes awry, right? Like it always does with these selfish, goofy heroes, always running around, ruining everything. We're working hard for years. Ricky Moongem, did I say his name? His name Ricky Moongem. He's the big old uh, leader of the Ravenclaw tribe. He's not a good dude. Long story short, the goofing around caused them to get away, totally ruined the whole bust. And uh, a little this, a little that, and uh, one of the adventurers end up uh, getting killed. Ooh, I and hate uh, to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me. Fuck adventurers. 
I was glad. Good riddance is what I say. But uh, the city and uh, the police department uh, did not see uh, things my way. And uh, the whole deal was pinned on me and uh, I was asked to resign. And uh, frankly, it was quite humiliating. So, you know, I don't like to talk about it that much. So it sounds like you had some rough time on the force, but you know, you don't, you don't become passionate about something because of all the rough times. There had to be some good times, right? Oh, not in Slashbell. No good times here in Slashbell. Really makes a man rough and it keeps you down low. I'll tell you a story from my beat cop days. Why this city is trash. Me and my partner, Yenfer Pipsell, she was a good lady. I tell you, me and Yenfer on patrol. When we get a call to go uh, investigate a disturbance reported at a scummy tavern, the Whispering Beaver. We thought we'd just be showing up, uh, breaking up a bar fight, but upon our arrival, we realized we were a little in over our heads. An array of frost, firebolts flying out the building. We thought we'd better call for some backup. But before backup could arrive, a stray magic missile come flying out the building and hit my partner. She, she didn't make it. Ooh, rough. Well, anyway, as you can tell, I, I got a little bit of uh, anger issues. I go running in there. I'm going to bust some heads open. But uh, these adventurers, adventurers are in there just tearing the place up. Only God knows what they were fighting over. Probably some petty stuff. Well, they, uh, you know, things get out of control. Building goes up in flames. And uh, they got out of there before my backup even arrived. But uh, that little stunt got me promoted to detective. Wow. Man, you, uh, you've been through some, some intense action, it sounds like. That's how life in Sly Spell is. Intense. Yeah, well, I'm sorry to bring up such a such a painful past for you. Let's set our sights on maybe a little more of a current past. Tell me about maybe some of your successes as this new private eye persona. So some dame comes walking into my office, Ginger, talking to me about how her husband's been killed. She hires me to uh, investigate. And uh, turns out it was the dame herself. Dame herself kills her own husband. And uh, why would she hire a private investigator to figure that out is beyond me. Beyond me why she would do that. But Skips Matippi always gets his man or dame. Well, all right. That's uh, that's quite the success you have there. What what are you currently working on? What what adventure is front and center in Skips Matippi's life right now? Oh, it's a little bit of a family affair. My dame of a sister, Hops Matippi, comes uh, walking into my office. Apparently my nephew Jack has gone missing, been missing for weeks. Just in the middle of that investigation right now. Uh, all she was able to give me is apparently Jack's been getting in some trouble lately with the Ravenclaw gang. Ooh, the Ravenclaw's coming back to bite again, huh? Oh, they've always been a pain in my ass, if you know what I mean. You're out there looking for your nephew right now. You got any good leads? Well, you know, it comes down to the Ravenclaw tribe. I've uh, always hit up my uh, ugh, my brother, Cartwheel Matippi. Brother Cartwheel, huh? He's wrapped up in the Ravenclaw's? Yeah, he's a piece of shit and he's dead to me. But I'd do anything for my nephew, Jack. Tell me a little bit about Jack. Well, Jack's just a nickname. It's actually short for Jumpin' Jack Matippi. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. He just gets himself caught up in trouble. It's hard not to here in Slyspell. Yeah, sounds like a rough place to live. Oh, well, it's been good to me and my family. But, uh, you know, just if we can get these goddamn adventurers out of here, it'd be easier to keep this place clean. Have you thought about up and moving? Oh, I can't leave Skyspell. Been my home my whole life. And if I'm not here fighting for it, then who is? These low-life adventurers? I don't think so. 
So, uh, Skips, it sounds like you're pretty close with your sister. Can you tell me a little bit, a bit about her? Uh, Hops is a sweetheart. You know, growing up, she always had my back. Cotwheel is the oldest, and I'm the middle, and Hops is the youngest. So, you know, I'd always be sleuthing around as a kid, getting myself into trouble, and Hops would always be the one to have my back. Kids make fun of you when your little sister comes to the rescue, but, you know, she's a, yeah, she's a tough gal. She's kind of scary. She knows how to keep me grounded, if you know what I mean. Uh, the scary sweetheart, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't want to get on her bad side. You get on her bad side, that's it. Luckily, uh, I have been graced enough to never find myself there. And let's hope it remains that way. Oh, God, you're telling me. <laughs> Let me tell you about the time in my, uh, my sleuth cadet days, working my way up to super sleuth, this piece of shit that we was uh, Brian... Sleuth Cadet Brian. Yeah, oh, that that kid. Hold on, he's probably in the he's probably in the Ravenclaw tribe, if you know what I mean. Or worse, an adventurer. Yeah, he always be picking on me and I just let it slide, but uh one day Hops caught him doing it, you know, and uh she always had this this rage inside her, you know what I mean? And uh boy, let me tell you, uh you could not recognize Brian aside from a, a Pulped orange, if you get my saying, if you know what I mean. Wow, yeah. Sounds like Hops really uh, takes family very seriously. Oh, she's a sweetheart. She's the best. Well, uh, Skips, let's say you know you find your nephew and you live a long, healthy life of, of adventures and investigations. What does settling down look like? I don't think old Skips is ever going to catch a break, you know what I mean? There's always a fight going on. Then this city always needs protecting. You know, I'm going to save my nephew. I want to make enough money, get them out of this city. But uh, I think it would be a disservice to my home to give up the fight. So there is no settling down for Skip. Settling down is a tombstone, eh? That's right. I'll rest when I'm dead. Well, ain't no rest for the wicked, so why should there be rest for those fighting the wicked? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I hear you, Skips. I hear you. If you wouldn't mind, we have some uh, fans that have written in and want to ask you a few questions. Oh, I guess so. Why not? User Run by Thieves uh, asks the question: "Fuck you, Skips Matippi. You ruined my life and my family." Well, I don't know how this got through. <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. Fuck you. All right, I'm out here. I'm out here getting my ass beat for this city, and all you can do is talk about the 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 one time shit goes bad, huh? I'd like to see you out here, you know, busting heads, taking down drug lords. Why don't you out here on the street do a better job than me? Give me that what? name again. Who the fuck's that guy? <laughs> Run by thieves. Uh, Run by oh, thieves. Yeah, you thieving piece of shit. Well, uh, on to maybe some better questions. Alan C. Uh, asks the question, if the drug ring were to ever disappear completely, would that be enough to retire Skips Matippi? Yeah, there's always a fight to be had. We close down these drug rings and we just move on to the illegal underground fighting rings. You know what I mean? The job's never done for Skips Matippi. Well, there you have it, Alan. Job's never done for Skips Matippi. We have one more question from user the dame known as Michael, who asks the question, how many pillows do you sleep with? You know the dame known as Michael. To keep yourself always prepared for the job, you got to keep yourself as low as you possibly can. If you're not as big a piece of trash as uh, the people you fighting, well, then you're just never going to get the job done. That means no good meals and no good rest. 
So I sleep with no pillows, and instead, I prop my neck up on some sharp rocks. Sharp rocks is what you're going to want to need to uh, really keep your detective work at a peak game, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, there you have it. Sharp rocks. Any good detective be sleeping on some sharp rocks, if you know what I mean. My mom used to say that every day. She knew. She said, Skips, you're going to be a great private eye one day. So you can't have any pillows, and you can't have these delicious meals that your siblings be eating. My mom knew what it took to be a good private eye, and she started me off fresh. From the time I came out of there, she knew. Shop rocks, garbage food. So you don't resent cartwheel or hops for getting their nice pillows and hearty meals, huh? Uh, Hop's a sweet thing. I can't get mad at her. But cartwheel? Cartwheel's a piece of shit, and cartwheel's dead to me. Cartwheel, don't even get me started on cartwheel. Do you see redemption in his future? For cartwheel? No, he's a piece of shit. Fuck cartwheel. (laughs) Well, Skips, I really appreciate you taking the time to be on our show. Uh, If you have a message for anybody out there, now would be a great time to get it out onto the airwaves. Yeah, uh, don't do drugs. Stay out of trouble. Thanks for having me. And uh, don't call again. Well, there you have Skips Matippi, Private Eye. Thank you for listening to my interview with Skips Matippi. He's a character from the mind of Aaron Erskine, a good friend of mine and someone who has helped me bounce my GM ideas around. He doesn't have anything for me to plug at the moment, so I'd just like to say thanks for coming on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you'd like to connect with me or other like-minded adventurers, check out my Facebook page at facebook.com slash fantasy talk show. That's facebook.com slash fantasy talk show. Talk to you soon.